Pay phones are free in Australia from today. There are still some 15,000 of them out and about in our suburbs and cities, and I think it's good. It'll certainly alleviate uh, that pandemic of loneliness that's coinciding with, of course, COVID-19. Andrew Lee, good morning, mate. How are you? Good morning, Marcus. Terrific to be with you. I'm sorry, the boss called in. He stole your thunder about these $300 payments. <laughs> I think it's a good, it, it's fantastic that he's uh, he's a regular on your show, Marcus, and uh, I'm as proud as he is of the Labor taking the lead again on policy. We've got to be positive during a pandemic. It's up to oppositions not just to criticise where necessary, but also to put forward constructive solutions. So just as Labor's been urging for an advertising campaign and vaccines, domestic mRNA manufacturer... Uh, domestic uh, purpose-built quarantine and a faster vaccine rollout. Now we also think that uh, vaccine payments would make a difference. Uh, Others have urged lotteries, but the evidence that I've I've seen suggests that cash payments work better. Uh, And uh, we need to overcome vaccine hesitancy. About 12% of Australians still say uh, that they won't get vaccinated. Uh, that's down a little since May, but uh, yeah. uh, it's important that we uh, we, we uh, increase those vaccination rates. Well, mate, you just heard those callers there. Uh, let's deal with them one by one. The fellow who said that, you know, there's been some concerns about AstraZeneca. Some of the messaging has been mixed, uh, let's be honest. Uh, I'm fully vaxxed. No problem. I got Pfizer. Um, why is there still that hesitancy out there? Well, the Grattan Institute identified a number of different concerns. Uh, certainly, uh, so safety is one. There's some general concerns about vaccines people have. Uh, and then also some people just say they haven't gotten around to it in busy lives. Uh, so it's important that we uh, push on all different fronts, that we make getting vaccinated as easy as possible, uh, using stadiums for vaccinations as well as GPs, uh, bringing pharmacists in. Uh, the government's been quite slow on those sorts of alternative approaches. Uh, text message nudges, transport vouchers, uh, work uh, workplaces that encourage people to get vaccin- vaccinated. Uh, there's a range of different things we ought to be doing in order to get off the bottom of the metal tally when it comes to vaccinations. Uh, you know, we're, do- we're do- doing fabulously well over in the Olympics, but on the vaccination Olympics, uh, we're, uh, we're doing a lousy job. Uh, and the targets are, are, are still a long way off. Uh, the Grattan Institute say uh, 80% of the entire population. Uh, the government says uh, 70 to 80% of adults, which is 50, 50 to 60% of the entire population. So the government's got lower targets than the Grattan Institute. Uh, and it'd be good if they'd release that uh, Doherty Institute modelling, just to be really clear as to why they think that's right. All right. Uh, a really good story that I caught up with... Um from Michael Rodden. God defend New Zealand, the little island nation whose gold standard implementation of its COVID-19 wage subsidy program helps reveal the stunning inadequacies in the Australian government's JobKeeper program. As business call as business calls grow louder for the return of JobKeeper, ahead of the military parade, which is well, in fact, it's you know it's already happening now around Western Sydney. Um, A quick look at the New Zealand Ministry of Social Development's website provides an insight into why Canberra is so reluctant to revive its $90 billion JobKeeper program. Now, we know that essentially the money is there. It will back at old JobKeeper rates of $750 per week, but there's still a hell of a lot of money that 
really should be clawed back. And we talk about being responsible fiscally and, and you know, and, and Albo is, uh, and Labor have come up with $300 incentives to get people to jab. And people are going to run out today and certainly there'll be briefings, as we've heard already this morning, from the federal government. You know, Labor, they love wasting money, but... Look, if we clawed back some of this money, it would help pay for all of this. Biggest discretionary program in Australian history and uh, the biggest waste of taxpayer money in Australian history, Marcus. Uh, JobKeeper saved jobs, but it also saw an awful lot of money go where it wasn't needed. Uh, to the men's only clubs, uh, to firms that were increasing their profits, to private schools such as the King's School, uh, to hedge funds and investment banks. Uh, those firms ought to be paying it back, but the government needs more transparency as to how this happened in the first place. We now know that in July of last year, the government's own research was showing that 15% of the money was going to firms whose earnings were rising rather than falling. Uh, and yet they did nothing to stop the waste. Uh, I've been out there publicly calling for them to uh, release the data that would allow some independent analysis of the JobKeeper program. Uh, but also it's uh, absolutely vital that the government uh, comes clean itself with uh, who's been getting jo- JobKeeper. Uh, the New Zealand example is a really good one. And uh, you know, maybe if we're rolling more payments out the door to uh, businesses in New South Wales, then at least for the large businesses, we ought to have a bit of a public register. Well, there's no public register. And as we know, uh, the federal government from the treasurer down say, well, you know, there's no uh, incumbency on these companies that did quite well and are still doing quite well, mind you, during the pandemic to repay any of these, any of this money. And that is frustrating. From a government that set up the robo-debt scheme and uh, was trying to do automated assessments for people in the NDIS, it's pretty rich that they're so relaxed about handing out this money to uh, billionaire shareholders and millionaire CEOs. Uh, It's like it's Liberal Party money rather than what it actually is, taxpayer money. Uh, We need more accountability over this. And we've had another report today from an accountability body suggesting some additional $10 billion has gone out to other rorts under the Morrison government. Uh, They're uh, they're, they're profligate with the public finances. Uh, Where the money's going out the door to their corporate mates, they they, they don't, don't don't do a thing. Uh, We need better accountability over this at a time in which uh, debt is going to a trillion dollars. It's just not good enough for Scott Morrison and Josh Frydenberg to be ducking appropriate scrutiny. Well, the Treasurer has failed to act on, quote, imperative Treasury advice, unquote, to set up an independent review of the $90 billion JobKeeper program, despite Parliament's budget watchdog exposing an estimated $25 billion was paid to firms that did not record the forecast revenue falls. The largest government spending program in history included $4.6 billion paid to 150 157,650 firms that recorded increases in revenue. In the wage subsidies opening three months between April and June last year, that's according to an independent Parliamentary Budget Office report. That's right, and that uh, request that I put into the Parliamentary Budget Office really laid bare for the first time the extent of the waste. Now, just in that first three months, we had uh, $4.6 billion going out the door to firms with rising earnings. If that's true right across the scheme, then we're talking about $13 billion, uh, which is enough to bring fibre to the home NBN to every urban home, home in Australia. And it's more than we spend on public schools uh, for the Commonwealth Government in a, in a single year. Uh, it's around $1,000 for every Australian adult. Uh, so at the very time at which they were penny-pinching with Pfizer in the middle of last year, refusing to pay a billion dollars for enough vaccine to cover every adult, Australian adult, 
they were rolling $13 billion out the door to uh, cash, cashed up corporates. Uh, it's just not good enough, Marcus. We've got to get to the bottom of this. And as your job keeper warrior, I'll continue to keep on the case. Good on you, mate. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Terrific. Thanks, Marcus.